Okay, I am uh, I am getting into my snowsuit. It uh, it is August in Colorado, but uh, this is necessary. Hey there, uh, Mike and I are still on vacation, but we're sending postcards to each other. And today, I'm somewhere I didn't even know existed. It's the National Ice Core Lab in Colorado. The National Science Foundation funds this place. And, and you've probably heard of scientists drilling ice cores for research. Those cores are stored here. Mostly they're cores that are drilled in Antarctica and Greenland. Um, some of them are two or 3,000 meters deep and they can go back as far as 850,000 years in the past. Uh, they store a lot of information, primarily about um, what our climate has been like and how it's changed over the past 850,000 years. And so it goes back in time. In uh, the assistant curator, Richard well, Nunn, is showing me around. The back room is actually minus 40 degrees. Um, that's both Fahrenheit and Celsius. Wow. Yeah. So we try and offer gear for everybody to use to make sure they stay warm and safe. I have to ask you about something else that I saw in this kind of staging area. Up up on top, there's lockers, I guess, for the people here. Uh-huh. Up on top of those, there's a Rubbermaid cooler that says... Uh, Post-amputation kit. Uh, when I first started working here, I saw that, and it says amputation kit. And I, of course, like everybody, said, what's that for? Uh, and it's in case we work with a lot of saws in here when we're cutting the ice up. So in case somebody just happens to amputate their own finger, we can put it on ice and get them to the hospital. So when they explained that to me, I said, oh, so it's not really an amputation kit. It's sort of after you've amputated something <laughs> so we can get you taken care of. So I added the word post to it a few years back. I mean, I guess if you, you're going to be somewhere where there are possible amputations and you do want to put stuff on ice, this is the place to be. That is very correct. We have no uh, shortage of ice in terms of keeping somebody's finger nice and cold. <laughs> All right, we're, we're going in. So if you want, I can tell you what this room is here. Sure. Uh, we're standing in what we like to call the warm room. This is kind of where we come to take our break. We have a nice little hand dryer that's good for defrosting glasses and warming up cold fingertips. This room is usually filled with all kinds of goodies like cookies and muff- muffins and chocolate because we have to keep our caloric intake up when we're working in this yeah. extreme cold. Yeah, I guess you, you burn a lot of calories just staying warm. Yeah, on average, I, I guess a 2,000-calorie-a-day diet is somewhat normal. Um, we usually get closer to 4,000 calories a day when we're working down in Antarctica or spending long times in the freezer. I had no idea it was, it was that big a jump. That's right. So if you want a really good weight loss routine, go work in the cold. <laughs> so we'll see how well we can pick stuff up here. This is uh, the exam room. Okay, so we, we've just stepped through a freezer door, and it is markedly colder in here. So what's the temperature in here? Uh, in terms of Fahrenheit, it's about minus 10 degrees. And uh, these, are, these are saws lined up on this table. Exactly. They're basically woodworking uh, band saws that we've modified just a little bit to be able to work in the cold. Um, and honestly, a couple of these are older than I am, and they've still been working great. Richard is, is taking a piece of clean ice, just regular ice, not drilled out of the Antarctic and he's running it through the saw. That's part of how they clean the blades. He's, he's using uh, little plastic tools to hold the ice so uh, we don't have to use the post-amputation kit. So how, how old is the oldest stuff that gets cut on these saws? Um, here, the oldest core that we have is 450,000 years old. Um, that's the bottom of the Vostok core. We don't access that very much, but on average, most of the cores we cut range from a few hundred years old to maybe 70 to 100,000 years in age. So when you're holding something that, that is that old, uh, what does that feel like? It's pretty amazing. It's really a hard feeling to describe. That's one of my favorite things about working here is being able to hold a piece of history that has been around long before humans have even been around this area. And the most amazing thing to me is the fact that I'm holding something that fell as snow tens of thousands of years ago and has not melted since then and still is completely frozen. 
All right, should we uh, should we go on in or? Yeah. Okay. All right, we're uh, we're about to go into the back, the really really cold room. This is um, an average temperature. This says it's at minus 36 degrees Celsius, which is about minus 34 Fahrenheit. If we look over here to our thermometer, though, you'll see it's actually much closer to minus 40 <laughs> at this point. And that's not counting the wind chill when we get back by the fans. Here we go. All right, I don't, I don't yet feel the difference in temperature. No, not really, especially when you're wearing a suit like this. It does a good job of kind of negating it. But after you stand in here for about five minutes, you'll really start to feel it sapping the energy out of you much quicker than back there. So we're in this, uh, this big warehouse room. Basically, it looks like thousands of poster tubes, silver poster tubes. Exactly. Um, these are almost identical to poster tubes. They're silver because that helps to reflect a lot of the sunlight off of them. And uh, you were very right in saying thousands. We have over 17,000 meters of ice stored in these tubes right now. And I will show you something very interesting. I can try and talk a little bit about it here, but okay. check this thing out. Every so often, we find really interesting things in the ice. Uh, for the most part, Antarctic ice is clear as glass, but occasionally you run across a volcanic ash layer. And in wow. this case, this is from a volcano that was actually in Antarctica because the ash layer is nearly a quarter of an inch thick. Normally when we see ash layers, they're no more thick than the, that of a pencil line. So what, what he's holding here is a meter long uh, rod of ice and it's perfectly clear, it, it's ice. But then there's this single uh, gray stripe of ash. And you can look at this and know a volcano erupted at a specific point in history. Uh, this one was maybe 30 to 40,000 years ago. When you know what you're looking for, it's almost like reading a book. It tells a story if you know how to tease out those details. And the story is that of what our planet has been doing over the last tens of thousands of years, sometimes even hundreds of thousands of years. Can I say we've been in here, I think, not even two minutes, and I'm starting to see uh, frost in your beard already. Yes, that happens very quickly, and we're not even standing back by the fans. When I get the wind blowing in my face, within a few seconds I have an ice beard. Oh, it is, yeah, it's getting colder as we go to the back of the room. That's right, we're heading towards the coldest spot in the facility. I have no idea what the wind chill is back here, I just know it's really cold. Right about here is the most uncomfortable spot to work in here. <laughs> As soon as that breeze hits your face, it's almost painful. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is like, I, I'm from Chicago. This is deep Chicago winter right here. That's right. It's only the people I know from uh, places like North Dakota that come back here and say, yeah, this isn't too bad. Oh, wow. The, look, the end of my microphone is frozen. <laughs> yep, that tends to happen to most electronics we bring in here. <laughs> okay, well, are you about ready to get out of here? Yeah, absolutely. That does it for this little postcard. Um, talk about what we learned today, but it's, it's just me. This feels weird. Mike, I, I wish you were here. It's really cold. I can't feel my fingers.